You are now tuned in to the Profit Link Up. Welcome to the Profit Link Up, your community connection to small business in the Memphis area. I'm John, along with Corey, and we're your host today. And our guest today is Jarvis Ross from Inkoski Tattoos. Welcome. How y'all doing today? Doing well. How are you? I'm doing great. Well, tell me something. What led you to establish your business? Uh, my survival skills kicked in back in college. Yeah. And the love for art. So that would establish... Um, now, now, what were you studying in college at the at the at the time you you decided to get into this? I really, I really didn't even pick my major at the time. Uh, I was a, a a walk on playing ball. Oh yeah, and it was like spare the moment because I said I want to go on back to school, and um, one of my friends invited me to go out for a trials, and I got picked. So I went to school to play basketball and didn't even know my major. Really, All right? <laughs> <laughs> but Joe's always, Joe's always had a, a great uh, a great eye and a great skill for art. Yeah, art was uh was there from the beginning, from drawing on the walls at the house, drawing on books, school books, drawing on desks. <laughs> yeah, art was there from the. It came second nature to you. Yeah, it was just it's creating. Yeah, conjuring. Now you come from a family. You got any artists in the family, or you, who who inspired you? Artists in the family. Well, I guess it's an art uh, crocheting. Okay. Like yeah, my mom used to crochet these blankets of, of vibrant colors and stuff. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's that's a, uh, I guess that's an art. Seeing her make things of that nature. Other than that, um, as drawing wise. I, I ain't never seen none of my people draw. Does she still crochet? Yeah, she still crochet. She crochet a, a blanket for me when I went off to school. Oh, man. Where'd you go? Uh, Wild State Junior College in Gatlin, Tennessee. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Shout out to them. Shout out to Rusty. Very cool. So, all right. So how'd you transition then into, into, into deciding the way you wanted to express yourself artistically was you wanted to do tattoos? So... My tattoo origin story is um, I was getting them a lot as a basketball player. Okay. So I was always getting them, trying to fill up the arm, um, trying to look cool on the court like the NBA players. Yeah. So um, one day I was short on money and I asked my um, tattoo artist at the time, uh, like, how much money are you making a day? And he was like, I can make from $50. To a thousand dollars. It's all about on your clientele, yeah. how good your art and how much work you put into it. So I asked him, let me tattoo myself. And you know what I'm saying? He was like, he showed me the basics, showed me how to set it up, showed me the basics and what to do. I tatted myself on my left leg. Really? So I did this myself. And like, I ain't never touched it. So after that, like, he was like, this your, uh, you're like, for, for this to be your first tattoo, this actually look good. That's all he had to tell me. After that, it's just been what I do now. And that was like 13 years ago. Really? That's awesome. So what was your first tattoo? I did this myself. Well, you did it yourself, but what'd you, what was it a tattoo of? I mean, what? That was what it said. Oh, it was it was true. I did this myself. No right kidding. Here. I did this myself. <laughs> it literally <laughs> says, I, I did, did this myself. That's cool. <laughs> 
That is a genius first tattoo ever. There you go. You got to do it. Go go literal on the first one. That's that's awesome. Well then, um, so what made you say though? I think I could do this full time. I mean that this is going to be this is going to be my career. Um, on that note, I, it is you have to dive in it because uh, in the tattoo world, once I got into it and started learning. It was bigger than just stenciling some couple of pictures and putting it on the skin and um, tracing the lines. It was bigger than that. Yeah. So uh, once I started diving into it, found out the the basic machines I was using it was just basic machines. Like they're not built to last, and they weren't built to handle the long the long hours and tattooing. They get hot, they burn your hand. Mm-hmm. Like that was the cheap ones. I found that I had to upgrade and get hmm. better equipment. I couldn't run with the cheap equipment in. So when I got into that and started learning and studying, I started learning new techniques and shading, new techniques and sh- uh, lining. Um, the Drake uh, pull and different mags. You got curved mags, flat. You got round, round liners. Uh, you got different size liners. I didn't even know that at first. I thought it was everybody used seven. You got one, three, five, seven, nine, eleven. Like huh. it's when you get into that you learn more and it's like uh the tattoo world always growing. Because yeah. when I started we were using core machines. Mm-hmm. Now we have rotaries in that wireless. Okay. So ain't no cores on there no more. Nice. So the needles change. You got cartridges now, so easy and fast to change it out and use the other one instead of breaking down the whole machine yeah. and putting it back together. Yeah. So it's a, it, it was a. That's fascinating to say the way see the way it's developed and to see the the way the art form has really taken off across across the U.S. That it used to be sort of a niche sort of thing, but now it's become so widespread that it's 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 almost more uncommon uh, in the in this generation right. that people don't have tattoos and that they do. Cause they, now that story is that's another story as well because like tattoos was frowned upon once upon a time and only the sellers and um, the bikers had them and stuff like that, right? Now you got doctors, lawyers, um, mechanics, engineers, full sleeves, tatted up, looking like peacocks and stuff. (laughs) So, yeah, it's changed. Honestly, doctors are the ones with like the neck tats and everything. Those are the ones I trust the most. <laughs> I trust them more than I do the other guys that don't have them. I'm like, dude, you're you're not cool enough. You part, you're a part of a past generation. You ain't you ain't with it. You ain't with it, man. Oh, you you see that a lot, though. You see that a lot. And then they great conversation starters. Mm-hmm. No, absolutely, and 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 there are very few ways I think to really express yourself artistically. I think, particularly, I think for men and women, but I think particularly for for men, is there are very few ways to the that you can show some decoration, show some flair uh, in there. You know, guys have sort of limited clothing options and this sort of thing. Uh, but for for females, I think it's also a way to be dressed all the time. You could be dressed down, you could be in a t shirt, and yet you're still showing personality and still showing uh, who you are. It's a billboard of who you are to the world. And that's where uh, my Peacock reference comes yeah. from because it's like, um, like you said, showing your personality is like, uh, that's our new maiden call. Like, we ain't got to do a maiden dance. You show off your tattoos and they like you. <laughs> well, it, it sort of tells yeah, your story. They, Type of thing. It, it sort of tells your story. It, it's your, uh, it, it's it's your uh, your dating sites uh, uh, 
on your arm, if you will, right? That you that, that people know something about you from that moment that I don't even have to get deep into the conversation uh, without being able to tell a little something about you. But also it opens up for deeper conversation because it's, that might tell me a little something about you, but it's that little something. Did it make me, did it make me want to dig deep and go, okay, why that? What does this say about you? What does this mean? Why is this substantial? It's definitely an icebreaker to say the least. Easy, yeah. Yeah, a friend of mine uh, was adopted, and basically he just told the story of his adoption uh, on his arm, on there, or whatever. And it's just, it's it's got significance to him. It's meaningful to his adoptive parents uh, that it's a real tribute to them as well in there. And it's just it's really cool. It's neat. Right there. Are you seeing? Are you seeing certain themes right now? Are there certain themes that are popular? Uh, yeah, we got um. Well, here at in, at in Koski tattoos, we have uh, uh, we do a lot of animes. So okay, that's uh, I don't know if you know anime. Oh, absolutely. Like, okay, so we do a lot of animes. Um, we also branch off and do a lot of other different tattoos, but you know we we specialize in anime. That's what we would like to do all the time, but we do other things. You have uh, the traditional old school with the bold lines and mm-hmm. the uh, the nice colors. We have portraits, we have um, pixels, uh, we do dot tattoos, we do ash scratch. Like, we do basically do everything that we see, because I, I try to be aware of diverse in the art world, because I don't want you like miss chance to do art on people and leave my stamp and art uh, on people just because they think oh he an anime tattoo artist this is all I don't think sure do but I do I started off doing everything else before I, I grew, grew and learned this style of animation no, that's cool. I'll, I'll age myself a little bit, but I, it got to me when tattoos were getting to be a little bit more mainstream uh, a number of years ago. All, all you really saw were sort of the tribal tattoos on the arm. I'm so glad to see it sort of uh, get beyond that. That was a uh, shout out to The Rock because he started yeah. the, the <laughs> tribal on his shoulder. And everybody, like, hey, I want this rock piece. Yeah. yeah. So that was The Rock right there. Well, uh, why don't we take the take this time? Because I don't think we mentioned it yet. How do people find you? Where Where are you located? How do they get a hold of you? Where can they find you online? Online, you guys can Google Inkoski Tattoos. Can you Can you spell that for folks? Because I N K A T S U K I. That's Inkoski. Uh, you know, tattoos. And then we have Facebook. My personal page is Jarvis Inkoski Ross. Uh, the tattoo pages, Inkoski tattoos as well. Instagram, it's uh, the word Inkoski with an underscore. Twitter, Inkoski with an underscore. And um, that's wrong about it. Inkoski, if you just type it in Inkoski, you should pull up everything though. Very cool. Well, you, you say you've done a lot of anime. Uh, what else sort of separates Inkoski from anybody else? That's, that's, that's a good question. It's kind of hard to say because m- many shops are uh, made up of uh, black sheeps. You know what I'm saying? So, like, the Koski is built on off of anime as the Koski members of a, a, a Naruto TV show. Okay. So, each of them are rogue ninjas with different jutsus. Mm-hmm. So, different talents. Okay. So, I thought of an idea of I wanted to uh, make up art studio 
But my my main talent is tattoos. Okay. But really, Inkoski Tattoo Shop is an art studio because I do so many things. Now, the uh, Inkoski name came from a, a group of black sheep. So I am the leader of the Inkoskis. I am the first black sheep. So if I bring somebody else on, he has to be doing a different talent. Uh, let's say photography. Right. That's his talent. Okay. So he's he, that's what I'm, he brings to the table. I got this talent, photography. So now I'll have to outsource for anybody to take pictures at the shop because we have him. Sure. By him taking pictures, I'm promoting that as well. Yep. And he can go get gigs in photography with other clients. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So everybody have a different talent. So that's what makes my team. So I love it. Costly, so uh, some of us multi-talent as well. Like I have artists that tattoo as well. Then I have artists that do rugs and build construction. Yep. I have artists that do car detailing. So we're just not just tattoo based. We got, we do everything. And that's what makes me unique because I don't know other artists out there that does multiple talents. You know what I'm saying? No, you're building you're building more than a tattoo brand. You're building uh, an an artist brand, and it's it's an interesting thing to bring together uh, a, a people of of diverse talents, uh, but a common background, if you will. Your your black sheep, uh, if you will. That they that uh, there was something different that made them unique, right? Uh, within each one, and and uh, I love that you're able to provide a home for for those folks and an outlet for those folks. It's the stories they have to tell yeah and by shine because you know we in Memphis is a, a, a art and music home for art and music absolutely so like I got uh do art on walls throughout the city as well it's like little Easter eggs here and there like mm-hmm. inside of my old shop it has a Naruto painting on there mm-hmm. people still go and take pictures by it and send to me it's like really? you know this is dope and stuff and that's how I want to do with my my other team like be able to leave a stamp like with my photographers I, I want them to take good pictures of the city where it can be displayed in the airport when people come in and out you know what I'm saying stuff like that like we leave and then the next generation will see it and want to be inspired by it if that makes sense no absolutely no, I, th- I think every great community at, at different seasons has artists, key artists who represent that. I think that's a unique opportunity right. for you you to be able to position yourself to to be that guy or that group uh, of, of men and women who who give you an interesting take on Memphis this time through our eyes, through or through your eyes in this right. case, through the art. And here's how we see Memphis. I mean, Memphis is such a... a town to where we're it it gives you it, it hits you in the feels if you will right that it's a it's an emotional thing it, it is the art it is the music it's the it's the history it's the narrative all coming together of the things that that made memphis uh, memphis you know that it's it's uh the, the 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 highs the lows it's all represented and it's represented in, in art I, I love that you're doing that that's very cool I also love how this business of yours gives, like you said, people with so many diverse talents an outlet to express themselves, you know, to be able to be construction workers, but also be tattoo artists, to be photographers and artists, but to be tattoo artists. And just to be able to show that Memphis has such a diverse 
group of people that are so multi-talented and to be such an expression of Memphis itself is beautiful. And I, I can't say how much more that I appreciate that, you know, especially being a black sheep myself, you know, being somebody who loves anime and also thank you for saying Naruto correctly and not saying Naruto or something disrespectful (laughs) like that. Like everybody always does. I'm afraid I would have messed it up. (laughs) (laughs) Just thank you for, for, for giving Memphis an outlet to express themselves and, and nerds alike to be able to come to your shop and be able to get tatted up and to be expressed in the way that they deserve, you know, the way they've always been kind of underrepresented. So I I like that. And I actually can't wait to patron your shop and get get a touch up on mine because I have a full metal alchemist uh, tattoo with my brother. We have transmutation circles. Um, We got matching tattoos back after I graduated college back in 2015. So, you know, I've been needing a touch up. So now I know where to go. Yeah, you know where to find it. You gotta understand, it's art and everything. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. construction is art because me and him working on building a um, a sand pot, and we hope to have it ready next year for the ABC con. You know where the sand pot is, right? The mm-hmm. the, the pot that uh, Vegeta came to Earth in. Oh yeah, the sand pot. Yeah, absolutely. So if I didn't have a a, a construction worker or uh, a works, wood workshop guy on my team, I couldn't create that sand pot because mm-hmm. it's, you know, so we're going to be building it to have it at the, the con so people can take pictures in. Man, that's going to be so cool. Oh my God. It's I can't wait. Thing. It's fun to have a, a team where you can dream things into action. I know we, we, we have that here too. And it's, it's fun that everybody's got their unique skills that they bring to the table that you can have a vision and as a team, you can execute it. Whereas each individual might have might not have had exactly what you need to see the whole picture come together. Well, that, that's the point because I also have a group on Facebook that's called the Memphis Hidden Leaf Village. And it's for everybody. I let everybody post their talents in there. Like, cause we are like, that's how I bring my people together. Like come to the village, we treat each other like real, Villagers like this. This lady, she she grow flowers. You know what I'm saying. So yeah. she's like the flower lady of the village. I got people that make uh stuffed animals and little beanie babies and yeah. like everybody do different stuff. And in, in the hidden leaf village, you can share it with people. You know what I'm saying. That is so like, cool, man. That's how. And of course, I'm at the top as the uh, Hokage. The Hokage uh, in this camp. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and like, be sure and, and p- promote things, events, all that. Like. So somebody's coming in looking to looking to have something done uh, for you. Uh, maybe they don't know. Maybe they want to want to tap. Maybe it's a first tap. Uh, they. Uh, how much of an idea do they need to have coming in of, of exactly what they want, or how much of that is shaped by you guys? So uh, we we get people that already have their ideas, you know what I'm saying? And we might spice it up or give them what they want. The people who don't have their ideas, I ask them about themselves. Mm-hmm. Like, tell me some things about you. Okay, you like flowers. Give me some colors. Give me, uh, tell me a story, anything, so I can kind of conjure up something that you'll like. Like, what TV shows you watch? Yeah. Um, you know, they might say, well, I like Law and Order. You know what I'm saying? They might say, uh, uh, we like watching um, mystery tattoos. I mean, mystery shows and stuff. So I try to conjure up things from these stuff they were telling me and make up something. If they don't like it, they were like, I like that. Uh, can we use this instead of that? And then they'll start giving me more ideas because they get 
it's trying to go on their own and they'll understand where I'm coming from. Because I do have people that come in and say, just freestyle. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I'm finna put a, a unicorn fighting a rhino because the witch got the biggest horn or something. You know what I'm saying? And they're right. like, nah, nah, not like that. That's like, genius. Tell me something then. Because I'm gonna just put something that like pops up in my imagination. Sure. You know what I'm saying? So that's kind of a TV show I wanna watch. I wanna watch like a small skit of that. Like give me a short film of a rhino and a unicorn fighting to see who has the strongest horn. Right. It's kind of dope. <laughs> well, tell us again how people can can find you for those who might have tuned in late or uh, have, have missed it early on. Uh, tell us where tell us where they can find Ikoski. So you can find us uh the address is twenty nine ninety two Lamar Avenue. Uh, you can also look us up on Google at Inkoski Tattoos. That's I-N-K-A-T-S-U-K-I Tattoos. You got them on, we got on Instagram. You can type in Inkoski underscore. Also on Facebook at Inkoski Tattoos. Very good. Well, uh, let's, let's take a quick break and we'll come back and we'll have more with Jarvis Ross. This is Jarvis Ross with Inkoski Tattoos. Come check me out at 2992 Lamar. Inkoski Tattoos, I-N-K-A-T-S-U-K-I. It's the way you spell it. Give me a chance to tell your story. So for anybody with a new business starting off, and particularly for somebody with a tremendous artistic eye, what is it you did to approach branding your business? Um, so let's, uh, I grew up when, uh, we had Facebook, right? No, not Facebook, MySpace. MySpace, right. take so, me back. You know, so like. I thought I might be the only one in the room that remembered MySpace. <laughs> we was on MySpace. I wasn't doing tattoos then, but I watched how, uh, everything changed and we uh, migrated over to Facebook and then how. Facebook was the way of uh, getting new clients and stuff if you have a small business. But now it made it way easy. Mm-hmm. We got hashtags, we got uh, reels, reels show to everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, not just uh, your story. Like you can just post on your reel and random people from all over. Like I, I tatted people from Venezuela. Really? Yes, I tatted people from Venezuela. I tatted people from Atlanta. California, Michigan, like so. Um, I my biggest marketing is social media right now. I use right. them and I know how to use the platform. Uh, used to be Twitter, sure. but now I kind of I kind of uh, drifted away from Twitter and I use my basically uh, Facebook and Instagram a lot. So okay, is there any particular reason uh, for that transition? Uh, they kind of link together. Like you can post something on Instagram and it automatic posts on your Facebook. And then, yeah, so I kind of use them too for the main, but uh, I'll be looking for more outsources. Also my marketing, um, my other marketing, um, drawing on the side of the buildings, putting art, and then I put the name of Inkasi Tattoos on my Instagram so they can find me as well. Do, do, so when you're trying to get a client, do they norm, are they normally walk-ins? Do they call you to set up a time? Do they, you know, uh, like, do they reserve? Like, how does how does that work? All right, so the clients that, uh, don't be the clients that, like, look up tattoo shops and then they find me and stuff, but mm-hmm. I mainly do the groundwork myself. Mm-hmm. I, I go out and see people with damaged tattoos, um, mm-hmm. uh, 
faded tattoos over time um who won't cover ups or or who have a couple of tattoos and got a lot of skin showing and I was like yeah can I get that let me get to you know what I'm saying I got some ideas uh, I run deals um like my marketing scheme is like flawless. I, I host gaming tournaments just to get them in to see the shop. You know what I'm saying? I uh, I do so much stuff that like you can't help but notice in Costco tattoos. Like I'm trying to make it seen everywhere. Like you know, uh, I want to be the most famous shop in Memphis. How about that? You see what I'm saying? There you go. I like the sound of that. When when you drive into the city, I gotta see. And Costco tattoo shop, you know, even if I don't get no tattoo, I want to see what they got, what they doing. I got to run by Stax yeah. Museum. I got to see Elvis and I got to get in Kotsky. I got to get a tattoo. So that's how I'm trying to run. Well, it sounds like there's some room, too, for some uh, for some other small business owners that might be uh, listening to, to say, hey, if you'd like to uh, uh, dress up the side of your building uh, and have some really unique art and there's something that draws people to you, but also shows up uh, what Inkoski can do. Uh, I think you need to give Jarvis a call. Absolutely. Make sure to plug your phone number while you're at a Jarvis because they need to be able to get you a shout, man. Or they can just reach out to you on your Instagram if they need to. What's the best way to reach out to you? Phone number is, uh, is on um it's on the uh, Instagram and the Google page, but the best way to reach me is my Instagram, oh. which is Inkoski with an underscore. That's good to know. So I'm curious, what's been one of your like your hardest like challenges in the last? You said 13 years you've been doing this. So what's kind of been your lessons, your hardest lessons learning throughout this entire process? What's been like your challenges? You know, and how you and how have you had to overcome those? So my hard my hardest challenge is. To never give up. Hmm. And this business is is a it's many obstacles. Criticism. Uh I think I'ma say probably the whole book and learning to run a business. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. No, it's, it's it's hard. It, it's usually sort of uh it usually Artists aren't uh, aren't the type that are, are bookkeepers. Let's say right, that kind of right, thing. The, the, right. And you got to be able to to cover both both areas. You have to do everything. Yeah. Like yeah, I lose. Let me say, I lose um, customers. Not as like I lose that business, but I get so much notifications and stuff. I didn't read the message. If I don't like, if I don't go and respond right back, yo, your message might get lost type right. of thing. You say, if I don't go ahead and work on your project, it might get lost. And then they create, you know, kind of uh, bad business type. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's hard as when you got to do everything yourself. Um, and then you deal with, you know, the bills, um, the criticism that comes. Um, the employees paying the employees, them. employees, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Lawyer people, um, different personalities, adjusting your personality, because you by me being a leader, I have to lead. You know right. what I'm saying, and I got to be uh, shake off the uh, negativity that come my way. Um, I also try to shelter my uh, people so they won't get negativity. You know, see what's not in. 
it's, it's the hard part about being the boss. People people think you people think that being a boss is is ordering people around, and they don't realize that being a boss is being a servant, and it's it's serving people and taking taking care of them right. and 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 putting their needs, making sure they're equipped, and and sometimes, as you said, sheltering them from some from some of the hard stuff, uh, so that they can grow and they can flourish. Right, Jarvis, you are the first Hokage. <laughs> You are literally the first Hokage, bro. You are here in the beginning, building this thing up, trying to make sure it it lasts, it outlasts you. Do you have any plans to expand in the future? Yes, I've been eyeballing this building right next to my building. Mm. It like doubles my building. And wow. right now, uh, let me give you a, a picture of the shop. So when you walk into the shop, we have anime posters on the wall. We have pops, statues of all different kinds. We have, I got a, I got an enormous fig pen collection. Like I got almost every anime fig pen. Uh, we have art as in painting, plaques. Um, we have the pixel arts that I, the bead I, I, I do. Like it's, it's, when you walk in there, we got art on the wall from different morals of anime characters. I have, in my booth, I have manga scripts all over the wall. Like, uh, nice. it's like like a, a anime clubhouse. But I also want to sell anime merch. So, like, the building next door is big enough where I can have an anime store as well as my tattoo shop and the things we make, like, from the custom tables, uh, real post furnitures and all that stuff with anime boards and themes on there. You see what I'm saying? So my goal is to grow my tattoo shop into a real art studio. I can buy Dragon Ball Super Blu-rays and get tattoos. That's a cold day. Yeah, so like, (laughs) we're going to be the poverty. I'm trying to make it the biggest anime shop in Memphis, so... Are there any models nationwide that you're that you're following, or are you kind of blazing your own path? Uh, talking about any other uh, shops that, that would encompass all the sort of things that you do. I mean, you you've got such a wide variety. I can't. I don't know of any other shop that does that. Are there any? Are there any like that anywhere West Coast or anything like that that are like uh, I haven't. I, I don't follow shops. I follow artists, mm. but most of the artists I follow is like from Spain. Okay. Germany, Canada. Yeah. It's like, it's this guy from Canada. He's like so vibrant with the, the colors and a unique, even out, even in Australia. Now, that's probably is a shock. I think that is a shock because it, he got like different artists and they they have this, this um, unique way of putting anime with abstract and like, like groovy colors like it's crazy so i follow them i'm about to follow your instagram and i'm about to find that page that's amazing they cool they all in australia so they, that's crazy I, I like how i've seen it so we talked a little bit before about what makes uh what makes memphis uniquely memphis and um when we think about what it is the arts that drive it the 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 certain the the history the narrative that we're telling uh it's unique right what makes Inkoski uniquely memphis that's a good question um uniquely memphis i mean is is uh i must memphis made me hmm. right i was i grew up in memphis and 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 you know 
from from the experience of my growing up here in Memphis, groomed me to express myself through my work as in and costly tattoos and, and building it. So that's what make me so Memphis. People say why uh people say why I don't um take my uh, work out of out of Memphis. If I can't make it here, what make you think I can make it there? Right. Like people doing this already in other states. Why would I go somewhere else and do it with them when I can just bring it here? Like why would I take something that was that started here somewhere else. Right. Like, th- th- that's like crazy. I wrote it for people to come from out of uh, state to us and see what we got to offer and see why we great, not go somewhere else. Like, yeah, I'm from Memphis, but now I'm here now, so I guess I'm part of y'all. Nah, I come to here. You know, where, where we, I don't have to go nowhere. I want to get the shine from where I'm at. I love it. What you've done is unique, and it is uniquely Memphis, and, and you've got a uniquely Memphis story. We want to thank our guest, Jarvis Ross of Ikoski Tattoos. Interested in getting an amazing tattoo from Memphis's only anime-themed tattoo shop? Stop by Ikoski Tattoo at 2992 Lamar Avenue, Memphis, Tennessee, 38114. Thanks for listening to The Profit Link Up. Tune in for more local business spotlights and stories of businesses that are uniquely Memphis.